Crime is happening all the time in New York City. We're seeing it every single day. It's almost nonstop. The other day, about uh, two days ago, actually, Lee Zeldin and uh, others were invited by Councillor Bob Holden and the uh, part of Queens. It's called uh, Glendale. And they were talking about the problems with crime there. And the shop owners, the bodega owners, gas stations, store owners, uh, barbershops, you name it. They're dealing with crime on a daily basis. Even the people who own little vending machines, you know, they're getting those things broken into and people are stealing what they have. That is unfair. And this is happening daily. But clueless Kathy Hochul is out there doing her thing. They are clueless on crime. They do not understand that this is hurting people. People are dying. People are dying. And they are just clueless and careless. They can't even understand how bad the situation is. There are people who are afraid to leave their homes or unable to because the crime is so bad in many parts of New York City. And that is a problem that the Democrats refuse to understand. So right now, let's go over and see what happened at Glendale and how people interacted with Lee Zeldin and others there to realize what was going on and how bad it is for the people who are working, providing for their families and doing what they can to survive in this area of endless crime with no punishment, of criminals who go through revolving doors. Stop listening to me. Let's go over to Councilman Bob Holden and gas station owners as they speak out about crime surges. This happened on the 26th of October in the area of Glendale. Women who represent the South Asian community and they represent a lot of gas stations and they're fed up. They're fed up with all the robberies and burglaries that they're experiencing. The assaults, we've had men assaulted here, workers, uh, by customers, on a, sometimes on a daily basis throughout the city. And we're at a, it's an epidemic. You have the South uh, Asian community coming together and saying, they're going to cross party lines also, like me, many are Democrats, but more importantly that they really fix this city and they can raise their families here and run a business without being assaulted. It's not happening. Again, Kathy Hochul, governor, 14 months in, things have gotten worse. Yeah. Everybody can say that. It's things have gotten worse. Right. People won't take the subway. We were on the subway yesterday. We saw incidents. Uh, my wife will never, ever, she said, get on the subway again. Uh, she's an Asian American. She said, I will not do it at any cost. We can't live like this. We can't live like this. So we need to elect Liesel, the next governor of New York State. And we're at a point, I want to bring up, again, I want to bring up a great American, uh, Mr. Dollywall, is just trying to do his business and 
uh, feed his family, and again, uh, employs dozens of people, but they're afraid. They're afraid to go to work every day. They might be assaulted at any time. And again, this is something that we have to address. And the only way to do it, we saw uh, Kathy Hope last night saying, oh, what's, uh, what's, why are you so concerned about crime? Oh my God. Can you believe that? Why are you so concerned about letting people out of jail and commit other crimes? That's how clueless Kathy Hochul is. So I want to bring up, uh, again, Mike Dollywall, who, like I said, is a good friend and uh, a great American. Thank you. Good morning to everyone. Uh, thank you, obviously, Mr. Kamehameha, Bob Holden, Mike, for our future assembly man from here. Here uh, today, we have uh, issues, that's why we're here together. We have a big problem with the crimes. We are uh, getting robbed every week, every single day. Uh, they are coming to steal stuff from the station, beating my employees, robbing nighttime, jumping behind the counters, and uh, it's danger. There's danger. We, it's not like that we keep. There's a different country where we feel like that. There's a uh, government. Is China doing nothing to the government? They reform and to stop and to demand. They cannot take that. The people, please, doing good job. They catching the guys, but they judge letting them go right away. So we also supporting and PD. They're doing hard work, but the hands tight because of the system. The government local China doing enough to stop the crimes. We are here to. Him. We also democrat, we have men, but this time we need to cross the line. Save our community, save our children, save our America. So we have to support and vote. committed. This is a community. 
This is family. They're all in this together. We're all in this together. We're not here today as Republicans or Democrats or Independents. We're here as New Yorkers. And last night when we were at this debate, after there were a number of questions asked by the moderators specific to crime, I pointed out that we're almost through this entire crime conversation and still Kathy Hochul was not talking about locking up the criminals. And she has the nerve to say, it's bad enough to think it, but she has the nerve to actually say out loud, questioning why it's so important to me, fighting crime, locking up criminals. Speak to the men and women who are here why this is important. Speak to the Asian American community about what they have lived through when Michelle go and pushed for an oncoming subway car. Members of their own community stabbed to death in Lower Manhattan, beat to death on the street with a hammer. Speak to the Sikh community about turbans that get knocked off. Just trying to practice your religious freedom and you're going to pray and you're being attacked. You're a Sikh cab driver getting assaulted because you're wearing a turban. You're a Jewish New Yorker being attacked because you're wearing a yarmulke. So this is about all of us concerned about raw, violent hate, wanting to do everything in our power to take back our streets. drive-by shooting on my own property while my 16-year-old girls were at home on a quiet Sunday afternoon doing their homework. This is as personal as it gets for all New Yorkers. And Kathy Hochul isn't getting the job done. The people who are charged right now in Albany feel like they haven't passed enough pro-criminal laws. They need to go out to Albany to pass even more. We need to support our men and women in law enforcement. We need to make sure that judges have discretion to weigh dangerousness as part of our package of addressing these pro-criminal laws that have been passed. We have to ensure that Mike, his employees, all the business owners who are here and their employees can show up to work, can do their shift. The people who come in as customers, everyone who walks in the door is paying for whatever they are leaving with the people are safe and they can go about their lives. Knowing that the elected officials have their backs, knowing that law enforcement have the tools to have their backs, the prosecutors can prosecute, the DAs can be district attorneys to enforce the law. Uh, I want to thank everybody for being here. Again, Councilman Holden, who has been uh, courageous in doing what is right to make sure that the people of his district are safe. I know we're joined here by Tony Nunziata, the chair of the Queens County Republican Committee. I want to again thank Mike, our, our host here, Mike Conigliero, who's running our state assembly. Thank you everyone for coming out, and I'd be happy to answer any questions. Yeah, uh, 
right here so three weeks ago one of Mike's employees were assaulted right here when we're having his press conference you almost witnessed something play out right here in front of all the cameras just now despite security despite all of us and despite all of you but anyway do you have any questions yes well, listen, the, the sense of urgency that I'm hearing from, from Mike and the other employees and, and the small business owners here in this community of gas station owners, this is an act of desperation for us to be here right now raising awareness for this issue. I'll tell you something else with a sense of urgency that all of us should be greatly concerned about is that we just finally had the state scores released uh, for our schools. And there is a massive performance gap right now that is expanding between New York and the national average. Uh, we're seeing as a result of the pandemic and lockdown policies, uh, the impact on our kids, really their generation has suffered the most of all generations. And I really appreciate your question, Ayana. And quite frankly, if you ask me six times over again, I'll give you six different other topics that are very important. But first and foremost on my mind this morning, on top of what we're here to discuss, our kids don't even have a vote. If you look at the fourth grade reading and math performance scores on the tests that were just released, New York spends two and a half times more per pupil than New York, uh, than Florida and Mississippi, for example. Now, same tests, despite the far less amount that is spent per pupil, they are performing better. Students, Hispanic students, low-income students, same tests. What are we doing wrong? We have to raise our game as it relates to education. We have to challenge our kids to go further. We need to achieve better outcomes. We need to lift the cap with charter schools. We need to promote advanced academics. There's this assault right now on specialty merit-based, I'm sorry, they're merit-based entry to specialty schools. Uh, we have to reward hard work and success. We can't discriminate. We can't discriminate against our students because they're Asian. You know, Mayor de Blasio said that he wanted New York specialty schools to look like America. He wasn't talking about the white kids. He was talking about the Asian kids. And by the way, my my daughters, I, I have an Asian American family. The thought that my daughters can check a box that might say Asian American and that somehow they would get discriminated against because of it is wrong. So if you were to talk to the people who are here, first and foremost right now with an incredible amount of urgency, we're hearing people talk about not being able to go through their day without incident. We weren't able to go through a press conference without incident. But I tell you, I'll tell you that for uh, these parents who are here, 
Uh, there is incredible urgency to improve the quality of education in our schools. There are poor performing public schools. By the way, in this state, there are good public schools. I want to lift up all schools, public and non-public. We can't have our kids trapped in multi-generational poverty. Uh, and right now, we really have an urgency in lifting up our game inside of our school system. Uh, very much appreciate your question and uh, always happy to delve into all sorts of other topics. By the way, and this is one of the reasons why there should be multiple debates across the state. Because we, I will say Spectrum and NY1 did a fantastic job. Errol Lewis uh, and Susan Arbetter did a great job moderating yesterday's debate. I found them to be fair. We covered a lot of ground, but unfortunately with just one hour and one debate, and a whole lot of people, by the way, have already voted, because, and this was on purpose, that Kathy Holker wanted to wait to the end of October, well after a month, so after a month after absentee ballots started going out, we didn't even have a conversation about education in our schools. Now, I'm just curious, uh, how many how many more times you'd want me to say this beyond what I'm about to tell you? Because I'm pretty sure you look like a smart guy. You've, you've heard me say this before. I have never once said that the 2020 election of Joe Biden was illegitimate. I, I didn't say it at any point ever. But the evolution for Kathy Hochul, who doesn't want to talk about crime, she, actually, she wants to know why it's so important to me. She, she doesn't want to talk about her pay-to-play corruption. She doesn't want to engage in multiple debates across the state. She wants she wants you, honestly, to be here asking me about the question you asked when, quite frankly, the rest of New Yorkers really want to hear us answer questions like what I asked. So right now, let's go over and see what happened at Glendale and how people interacted with Lee Zeldin and others there to realize what was going on and how bad it is for the people who are working, providing for their families and doing what they can to survive in this area of endless crime with no punishment of criminals who go through revolving doors. Stop listening to me. Let's go over to Councilman Bob Holden and gas station owners as they speak out about crime surges. This happened on the 26th of October in the area of Glendale. Women who represent the South Asian community and they represent a lot of gas stations and they're fed up. They're fed up with all the robberies and burglaries that they're experiencing. The assaults, we've had men assaulted here, workers, uh, by customers, on a, sometimes on a daily basis throughout the city. And we're at a, it's an epidemic. And you have the South uh, Asian community coming together and saying, they're gonna cross party lines also, like me, many are Democrats, but more importantly that they really fix this city and they can raise their families here and run a business without being assaulted. It's not happening. 
Again, Kathy Hochul, governor, 14 months in, things have gotten worse. Ever. Yeah. Everybody can say that. It's things have gotten worse. Right. People won't take the subway. We were on the subway yesterday. We saw incidents. Uh, my wife will never, ever, she said, get on the subway again. Uh, she's an Asian American. She said, I will not do it at any cost. We can't live like this. We can't live like this. So we need to elect Liesel, the next governor of New York. And we're at a point. I want to bring up, again, I want to bring up a great American. Um, Mr. Dollywall is just trying to do his business and uh, feed his family. And again, uh, employs dozens of people. But they're afraid. They're afraid to go to work every day. They might be assaulted at any time. And again, this is something that we have to address. And the only way to do it, we saw uh, Kathy Hochul last night saying, oh, what's, uh, what's, why are you so concerned about crime? Oh, Lisa? my God. Can you believe that? Why are you so concerned about letting people out of jail and commit other crimes? Oh. That's how clueless Kathy Hochul is. So I want to bring up, uh, again, Mike Dollywall, who, like I said, is a good friend and uh, a great American. Good morning to everyone. Uh, thank you, obviously, to the committee, Bob Holden, Mike, for a future assembly. Here uh, today, we have uh, issues, that's why we're here together. We have a big problem with the crimes. We are uh, getting robbed every week, every single day. Uh, they are coming to steal stuff from the station, beating my employees, robbing nighttime jumping behind the compass and uh, it's danger. There's danger. We it's not like no we keep there's a different country we feel like that. There's a uh, government is China doing nothing to the crimes. We reform and to stop and to demand we cannot take that. The people please doing good job. They're catching the guys but they just letting them go right away. So we also supporting and by PD. They're doing hard work, but their hands tight because of the system. The government also seem not doing enough to stop the crimes. We are here to just listen to supporting him. We also democrat, we help them. But this time, we need to cross the line. Save our community, save our children, save our America. So we have to support and vote. Here today to get the fundraising. I'm telling everybody. He's here. He cares for the community. He cares for the crimes. Mostly politicians go do fundraising. He is today not coming for fundraising. He came here to care for us. Please let's wake up and slow down. Thank you. Thank you, Mike. Mike is the owner here. He also been folded for uh, your remarks and for your support. Uh, this is truly a campaign about being able to take back our streets, to be able to secure our streets. Whether you are a small business owner, you run a gas station, have to deal with the realities of people who come in, take inventory and not pay, maybe even assault your employees, and you feel helpless. Because you can call your local law enforcement, you can call your local prosecutors, 
you can tell them what is happening, but the, the reality today is that the handcuffs are getting thrown on the criminal justice system rather than slapping those handcuffs on the people who are actually committing the crimes. I was asking Mike while we we're just meeting, how often do you have crimes being committed right here? He says it happens a few times a week. Speaking to someone else in our meeting just now, when was the last time that you've had a crime committed at your gas station? He said this morning. We're not talking about a rare occurrence here. It's rare to have a day where you're not experiencing crimes being committed. This is a community. This is family. They're all in this together. We're all in this together. We're not here today as Republicans or Democrats or Independents. We're here as New Yorkers. And last night when we were at this debate, after there were a number of questions asked by the moderators specific to crime, I pointed out that we're almost through this entire crime conversation and still Kathy Hochul was not talking about locking up the criminals. And she has the nerve to say, it's bad enough to think it, but she has the nerve to actually say out loud, questioning why it's so important to me, fighting crime, locking up criminals. Speak to the men and women who are here, why this is important. Speak to the Asian American community about what they have lived through when Michelle go and push it for an oncoming subway car. Members of their own community stabbed to death in Lower Manhattan, beat to death on the street with a hammer. Speak to the Sikh community about turbans that get knocked off. Just trying to practice your religious freedom and you're going to pray and you're being attacked. You're a Sikh cab driver getting assaulted because you're wearing a turban. You're a Jewish New Yorker being attacked because you're wearing a yarmulke. So this is about all of us concerned about raw, violent hate, wanting to do everything in our power to take back our streets. Why is it so important to me? I mean, I could have been talking about what happened just two or three Sundays ago on my own front yard. There's a gang-related drive-by shooting on my own property while my 16-year-old girls were at home on a quiet Sunday afternoon doing their homework. This is as personal as it gets for all New Yorkers. And Kathy Oakle isn't getting the job done. The people who are charged right now in Albany feel like they haven't passed enough pro-criminal laws. They need to go out to Albany to pass even more. We need to support our men and women in law enforcement. We need to make sure that judges have discretion to weigh dangerousness as part of our package of addressing these pro-criminal laws that have been passed. We have to ensure that Mike, his employees, all the business owners who are here and their employees can show up to work, can do their shift. The people who come in as customers, everyone who walks in the door is paying for whatever they are leaving with. The people are safe and they can go about their lives knowing yeah. that the elected officials have their backs 
Will the law enforcement have the tools to have their backs? The prosecutors can prosecute. The DAs can be district attorneys to enforce the law. Uh, I want to thank everybody for being here. Again, Councilman Holden, who has been uh, courageous in doing what is right to make sure that the people of his district are safe. I know we're joined here by Tony Nunziata, the chair of the Queens County Republican Committee. I want to again thank Mike, our, our host here, Mike Conigliero, who's running our state assembly. Thank you. Thank everyone for coming out, and I'd be happy to answer any questions. The reality of this moment, while we're here for a press conference, this is with security here. This is with cameras here. Okay? This is with a whole lot of people here. And you see how people are emboldened to challenge employees of this gas station ready for physical confrontation right here. So three weeks ago, one of Mike's employees were assaulted right here when we're having this press conference. You almost witnessed something play out right here in front of all of the cameras just now, despite security. Despite all of us and despite all of you. But anyway, do you have any questions? Yes, well, listen, the, the sense of urgency that I'm hearing from, from Mike and the other employees and, and the small business owners here in this community of gas station owners, this is an act of desperation for us to be here right now raising awareness for this issue. I'll tell you something else with a sense of urgency that all of us should be greatly concerned about is that we just finally had the state scores released uh, for our schools. And there is a massive performance gap right now that is expanding between New York and the national average. Uh, we're seeing as a result of the pandemic and lockdown policies, uh, the impact on our kids, really their generation has suffered the most of all generations. And I really appreciate your question, Ayana. And quite frankly, if you ask me six times over again, I'll give you six different other topics that are very important. But first and foremost on my mind this morning, on top of what we're here to discuss, our kids don't even have a vote. If you look at the fourth grade reading and math performance scores on the tests that were just released, New York spends two and a half times more per pupil than New York, uh, than Florida and Mississippi, for example. Now, same tests, despite the far less amount that is spent per pupil, they are performing better. Students, Hispanic students, low-income students, same tests. What are we doing wrong? We have to raise our game as it relates to education. We have to challenge our kids to go further. We need to achieve better outcomes. We need to lift the cap on charter schools. We need to promote advanced academics. There's this assault right now on specialty merit-based, I'm sorry, they're merit-based entry to specialty schools. Uh, we have to reward hard work and success. We can't discriminate. We can't discriminate against 
our students because they're Asian. You know, Mayor de Blasio he said that he wanted New York specialty schools to look like America. He wasn't talking about the white kids. He was talking about the Asian kids. And by the way, my my daughters, I, I have an Asian American family. The thought that my daughters can check a box that might say Asian American and that somehow they would get discriminated against because of it is wrong. So if you were to talk to the people who are here, first and foremost right now with an incredible amount of urgency, we're hearing people talk about not being able to go through their day without incident. We weren't able to go through a press conference without incident. But I tell you, I'll tell you that for uh, these parents who are here, uh, there is incredible urgency to improve the quality of education in our schools. There are poor performing public schools. By the way, in this state, there are good public schools. I want to lift up all schools, public and non-public. We can't have our kids trapped in multi-generational poverty. Uh, and right now, we really have an urgency in lifting up our game inside of our school system. Uh, very much appreciate your question and uh, always happy to delve into all sorts of other topics. By the way, and this is one of the reasons why there should be multiple debates across the state. Because we, I would say Spectrum and NY1 did a fantastic job. Errol Lewis uh, and Susan Arbetter did a great job moderating yesterday's debate. I found them to be fair. We covered a lot of ground, but unfortunately with just one hour and one debate, and a whole lot of people, by the way, have already voted, because, and this is on purpose, that Kathy Holcomb wanted to wait to the end of October, well after a month, so after a month after absentee ballots started going out, we didn't even have a conversation about education in our schools. I'm just curious uh, how many how many more times you want me to say this beyond what I'm about to tell you, because I'm pretty sure you look like a smart guy. You've, you've heard me say this before. I have never once said that the 2020 election of Joe Biden was illegitimate. I, I didn't say it at any point ever. But the evolution for Kathy Hochul, who doesn't want to talk about crime, she, actually, she wants to know why it's so important to me. She, she doesn't want to talk about her pay-to-play corruption. She doesn't want to engage in multiple debates across the state. She wants she wants you, honestly, to be here asking me about the question you asked when, quite frankly, the rest of New Yorkers really want to hear us answer questions like what I asked. There's a real truth there, you know. First of all, you saw the uh, Pixel 11 lady. Of course, there are other issues such as education and other things, but they want to get up the issue of crime. Why? Because they cannot understand what crime is such an issue to people. They're so worried that Kathy Hochul is going to lose because she just can't manage to be someone who governs. Do you understand what being a governor is? It means to govern, to implement laws, to make sure laws are passed. To make sure your people are safe. That is part of being a part of government. It is actually doing something. Not just sitting there and waiting for what George Soros tells you what to do because he's financing, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> the business interests that support you and other people like Pierre Omnidor or, or, or the Chinese Communist Party's investment fund. 
you know, which which is throwing a hell of a lot of money into New York State. If people only knew how much real estate in New York is owned by the People's Republic of China's retirement funds for its different Communist Party affiliates, it would be absolutely livid. Some people think, oh, you know, no, 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 the largest landowner in the city of New York is uh, is Columbia University. True. That's for broad properties, and that's but but that's mostly for Manhattan and specific areas in Manhattan. If you really look at it, some of the largest land holdings across the five boroughs, particularly Brooklyn and Queens, which is where the majority of the population live, were actually owned by people from the People's Republic of China, and in many cases, those properties are rental properties being used. To give people places to live, yes, that's true. They are taking investment risks in areas where other people won't, and in some cases, do very good. But in the vast majority of cases, a lot of those properties are just purely for speculation, and are priced out of existence, so that loans can be taken out against those properties, and American banks used to finance China's rise. And if the properties are defaulted, they don't care, because. At the prices that they were purchased, at the down payments they were paid for, they were able to get 80, 90% of the money to do other things. They only paid a 10% down. They financed 90% of the money. They took it, and they took the money and run. Oh, they made some improvements, but basically the bare bones. That's usually how it goes. They try to make what they can. They try to raise rents to a level that no one can understand, and. The primary purpose there is to be able to finance those properties to do more things. Well, we can go about that and talk about it for a long time, but that's essentially what it's about. And these are the other issues Democrats don't want to talk about. These are the other issues that need to be talked about, and this is what Lee Zeldin and others are willing to discuss. I'm Mike of New York, and this is a quick look. At a live event that took place with Lee Zeldin the other day, that I'm sharing again with you, because crime, public safety, and the people's ability to live is what's important. Yes, the issue is about life. It's about being able to live that life. It's about people being able to walk the streets and go home. It's about people being able to go to work and come back. And this is something. That unfortunately, no matter how hard we discuss it and talk about it, the Democrats just don't seem to understand, or maybe they're too stoned to care. That is another major problem in this city. The vast majority of the crime is going used to finance purchases of narcotics, particularly marijuana, and much of that marijuana is sold unlicensed. It was legitimized or legalized to allow. Government to make some money off of it and tax revenue, also to provide a livelihood for some people who tend to use it and sell it and whatever. But at the end of the day, it's being sold bootlegged, with no taxes, permits, or fees. The city and state is not earning from it. But that's a topic for another discussion and another podcast, and also involves the CCP. Because a lot of the stuff that's being sold on the streets is more powerful and potent than many other substances that have been seen in the past.、And、a lot of it is because of a substance known as fentanyl that is coming in from China. 
yes, China is very much a party to this election. And the crime you're seeing on the streets, to the targeted assaults on people of Asian American backgrounds, may all be linked, and may all be for the purpose of driving people away from areas so that others can take it over. I'm Mike of New York. That is the latest from me for now from here. You can catch me on Twitter at Mike of New York. Also, I am on Parlor, Truth Social, and Getter, all on the same tagline, Mike of New York.